welcome. This is a... This hasn't been on YouTube before. So this is a lockdown broadcast. It's something me and Neil started when the lockdown happened. Like we, we knew it was going into lockdown and we said we're going to do we're going to do a uh, a podcast for lockdown. Obviously it went on longer than we thought it did. Uh, thought it was mm. going to and like what are we now over a year later. Mm, yeah. We started was the I think the first one was the announcement wasn't it? Yeah. Was the day after the announcement or Yeah, it would have been. How long ago is that? What have I got here? Lockdown broadcast. March last year, surely. Lockdown broadcast, day one. Twenty fourth for the third. That's, that feels about right and all. Twenty four fifteen months ago. <laughs> fifteen months we've been in lockdown for. So the whole idea was we was gonna do we was gonna do like three or four a week during during lockdown and uh it just get kept getting extended and we sort of we started monday club and then we've gone our separate ways and we've done all, all kinds of stuff since and now we're, we're now is lockdown officially over now i don't think it even is but it's <laughs> like so what's the so today's the 20th so we're like it's a day after freedom day and uh even now that it's going on about in the clubs and all that, but to be honest, I, I don't want to go into the politics of it all because no. it, it's just, it's no. just, an, I can't do it. I no, do you know what? I, I got really upset last night that, you know, all the things going on about it. And I was just like, I was really miserable about it. So I'm not going to, we're not going to go down that route today. Um, but what, what we will say is what we want to do is just recap our, our years, really go back over, over, Mate, we've been listening. Uh, it's probably go on. It's probably, probably fair to say we've gone on two different journeys on during this lockdown. Because it's been a year. This right, it's been more or less a year long lockdown. But if I could summarise what what I think has gone on, in I probably can summarise it in probably a paragraph less than that. The first lockdown for three weeks got shit got serious. That meh building sites meh. It's <laughs> all right. <laughs> Mask around your chin for meetings. You know yeah. what I mean? Everyone bundling everywhere, doing what the hell they want. No, I was a little bit. <laughs> this run out after about a month. Yeah, you know I mean, after about a month, you didn't see none outside. You know what I mean, and all, the, all and all of a sudden, it was just all like, meh. I don't know what your experience was like, but for me, I, I I took it, I took it quite seriously to begin with. Um, in the beginning, I felt it was like. It was exciting to begin with, wasn't it? It's like, what is going to happen? The first three weeks was wicked. Well, every day was Friday. Mm. Every <laughs> day it was, was real Friday. Good weather, do you remember? Yeah. It was blinding weather. Do you remember? Blinding it was weather. Real nice weather. And we was like, this is all right. And then about yeah. after about three weeks, I was like, this is uh, like we like I was listening to one of the podcasts a day um, that we had done just to sort of like remember what we spoke about, and it was like. I was going out running. I'm always trying to get fit and I'm always trying to lose weight. So I was going out running. And then you said, uh, listen, we could go out running any time. It doesn't have to be a lockdown, but because it's lockdown, oh, I need to get out. And I was just going <laughs> running for no reason. Like, well, it was a reason, but would never have done it otherwise. Yeah, because your day's always full up with nine, ten hours of work, isn't it? Two hours each way grafting uh, to and from work. It's just, yeah. you know, the last thing I'll do is go for a big jog. You know what I mean? But if everyone found all this key free, I mean, I'm around my house, it's like, I'm getting the ump pit walking past my house, running past bikes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> doors play computer. Yeah. You know I mean? 
So, I don't know about you. Um, building sites made a total mockery of the whole lockdown, in my opinion. Because- you remember when you started? Do you remember that picture of everyone in like the yeah. booths? Isolation yeah. booths? Yeah. Oh, God, that's. Um... What? Yeah. So, Does, do you first- see that now still? Yeah, you do. Yes. So, the job I'm on. Um, so. Let me talk about my uh, like my journey. So obviously, started lockdown in a flat in Catrum, Surrey, which is just on the outskirts of Croydon. Um, got sick to death of living in a flat during lockdown, um, and you know moved down. Ended up finding a place down the coast, moving down here. So that was so. Not only was there not a lot of work, I was in a completely new area looking for work. So I travelled back to London. Um, for some work and I stayed with my brother traveled back to London and I couldn't believe what I was seeing like the the lockdown was well like the the, the things on the things going on on site were were phenomenal like you had covid marshals which you still got today you had booths where you had lunch in like prison it was like prison um Victoria, England uh. It was it was crazy, and and you know people on the train, like people going to the sites on the trains, people weren't wearing masks, they didn't care, you know it was a very strange thing. The the whole if you was watching the news, the whole of the country was in lockdown, and it was the end of the world. But you go to a construction site, nah. It it was like they put everything in place for it to be a safe environment, but no one really cared because it's construction. No one ever cared. But no one ever cared. And I was no. listening back to the, one of our ones. Saying, no one ever cared. Places were always a shithole. Toilets were always disgusting. Yeah. You know, you barely have a shit in there, let alone anything else. You know what I mean? That's that bad. Yeah. Like, no one ever cared. No. So why, why would they start now? They just do They just do what they have to in case they get an inspection. And then everything else, they, they don't care. And then what you found is now you've got this whole mask virtue, virtuous mask place that, on, off, on, the scale. off the scale, it is. And even now, even now, so we're out, We're so we're level four now, which means, well, everyone knows what it means. Don't have to wear masks. You're not legally obliged to wear masks now. It's personal choice. First thing, I come walking in Monday, Freedom Day, no mask. That's like, where's your mask, mate? <laughs> I was like, what? It's like, yeah. yeah, no, we're carrying on with the mask on this site. Like, Nothing else. Anything else, though, or just the masks? The mask. Well, you know what it is. All these things like one-way routes and that. All of a sudden, that started eroding. Um, the boards on the tables. You know, they're all being turned away now, so everyone can sit at a table normally. You know, it's just as long as you're. It's, it's funny. It's funny. What is wrong with health and safety people? Like, it's the, the wearing of masks is the equivalent to wearing the hard hat in a field. Yes, yes, it is. It's the exact equivalent. Yes, it is. You need to be seen to be safe. You need to be seen. That's something they can look at you and blame you if it's not on. But everything else costs time and money for management. So they're not going to want that in there. But they can easily go, Oi, you, get your, get your mask on. But hang on, where's me? Hang on. But we're all filtering into two cubicles to have a pony. <laughs> now that's fine because we, we, we ain't got the money on the job to be doing 15 cubicles. Oh, all right. But yeah, get your mask on. Yellow card. It's so oh, mental. So the site, so I was, I got in this morning, I walked down the stairs, you know, it's outside. So the stairs are outside. So 
they've got like container cabins. Boom, at the top, you go up one side, down the other side. Geezer's walking up. It's Boyne's, Boyne's construction. Um, and he's walking up. Where's your mask? I was like, why are you walking up the downstairs? And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, no, where's your mask? And I was like, mate, we're outside. Like, it's not spreading and you shouldn't be walking up here anyway. He goes, um, what's your name? So straight away, it's ego time, isn't it? It's like, yeah. now I'm going to trump you by asking your name. And I've got a silly surname, so McDool. So I say McDool. And he goes, spell that. What's your name? Nah. <laughs> and I just walked off in the end. I just, do you know what? I just walked off. And he's like, what company do you work for? And I was like, yeah, blah, blah, And walked off. Do you know what I mean? I just, yeah. I couldn't deal with it. It's just, it's just a nonsense. It, it does, it's spread out. I mean, to be fair, I mean, I, I, well, no, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say. But I mean, since, since, since Monday, I've been saying that I'm exempt. Just not having it. <laughs> if someone says to me, I'm not having it. I, I watched a scientist the other day, right? And, he, and this, I don't know, this is what he said, right? He went, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right. <laughs> I downloaded it. <laughs> there we go. That's from the .gov no. website. I'm exempt. Oh. You know, I just, just at the end of the day, I'm sick of wearing them. I'm sick of wearing them. I don't I really understand. From the, the limited research I've done, it makes no difference to COVID. No difference at all. The geezer said he was on on um, on TV the other day. He said like you got they're measuring microns, and the COVID micron is like one micron. That's yeah. the width of it, one micron. And a moisture micron is about seventy-five microns, right? So he says if moisture can pass through any mask, then seventy-five at least 75 COVID microns can pass through. So he got a mask and breathed out on it onto his glasses and it filled up with mist. He said, that's how pointless these masks are. And then he got, and then he, these are the six, then he got four masks and done the same. He went, they don't stop nothing. Uh, and then you got people with scarves. They're all right. Yeah, you can wear a scarf with like fucking finger size holes through it. Yeah, you can wear, and no one's looking at you funny, but you're looking at me funny. So do you know what's funny about that is I worked at Pfizer's during, during like, I don't know, level two of lockdown and level three of lockdown. And uh, they wouldn't let you into the main building. You know, the, the snood ones, they're like a real thin material. If you had that, yeah. or if you had one thing were yeah. a bit, bit moody, they wouldn't let you have them. There's like, it's too thin. So they was they was bang on that then. So you know because you know you can get like them ones that they hand out free and it goes around and it's like a really thin one. It's almost like motorbikers wear them when when uh, it's cold to stop the, yeah, the, the skiers wear them as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> so it's a funny thing. The mask thing, you know, we're not here to give advice or how, even really give our opinions on it. It's just I don't it's care just what a, other people do. I don't give a, I don't no, care. I don't do everyone can do what they want, you know. No, no one, pl but please don't feel ever you've got to wear a mask for me. You ain't. No, you're not. You know, you and it, it's such a strange thing. And like the mask thing when it first started out, people were like, "This is ridiculous," but now people are still holding on to their masks like by religion. Oh, mate. Mate, and, and people call you out and go, So, you don't care about the death then? Like, well, no, I do, but uh, it'd be different if your family died from it, wouldn't it? Though, <laughs> just like, well, <laughs> is that the argument? Is it you know, that's the argument we're gonna have? Okay, like, worst case scenario, I'm not, not gonna debate you, yeah. <laughs> can't so, debate well, that mentality. well, if your mum's dad's nan's granddad died from it, then you know, would you feel the same? Yeah, worst, possibly. Worst, 
Well, it's no different. For, yeah, exactly. I was fucking saying. It's no different for saying, oh, hang on a minute. My my uncle died in a car crash. Did you drive to work today? Don't you care about my uncle? <laughs> <laughs> it's, not- it's exactly the same thing. <laughs> some new logic right there, isn't there? <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. It's like... <sighs> Do you know what? Before lockdown, you know all this really politically correct cancel culture and stuff. I had a theory. And, you know, typical Sam theory. Relax. It's not going to be a good one. And it was, you know, all these people moaning about these smaller things going on. You know, like, um, uh, I don't know, pronouns and all that sort of stuff. People Uh, worrying about putting she her and him his uh-huh. and all that sort of stuff on, on their on their let on their um signatures on their um emails and that i was like Do you know what perhaps we need like a war or something because people have got not enough to worry about like if there's a big world war all these little things that people are really concerned about would go away and what and what happened was we got covid and COVID come along and all these little things went away. But something else come. The virtue COVID signaling mask wearers. Those like, yes, we've got something. And now it's all starting to creep back in. Now we're getting back to normality. And is this like and, and all that all that all that stuff about, you know, um being politically correct is creeping back in. And I was like, I felt quite vindicated with my my theory, you know. You talked about one-way systems a minute ago, and I'll tell you what, that triggers me. That gets me. I have this there thing. No, no, it, it proper gets me, right? And I, I, I don't think of day. And, and this is also, in some circumstances, worse than masks, right? If there's an arrow pointing that way, you're going the opposite way. People lose their shit over oh. right? so I've got this shot. I, I, can't, I can't remember what shop it was. There's an in and out. That's the way you go in. But there's about 40, 30 people trying to get in there and no one on the out. So I was like, I'm going to go in that door, right? Use the out. Use the out. You must use the out. We're trying to create a COVID safe system. I was like, there's hundred people over there, love. There's like hundred people. There ain't no one here. And like, she was losing them. No, you must go. That way. I was like, we've lost. Some people just just have lost the ability for independent thought. And if they've been told something, they will do it. Another instance, McDonald's is here. So McDonald's have created these little sort of standing areas for like. Deliveroo and Uber Eats and all that. So the delivery drivers can come in, pick up that stuff, not queue out the rest of them, sort off. It's copper walks in, right? And there's again, there's a big queue of people on the side. So he stands away from these people. Obviously, remember, public public servant stands away from these people, stands in the box. And I remember a staff comes over, you can't stand there. You've got to go stand there. This is for our delivery drivers. You went, yeah, I understand that. But he said, look, there's no delivery drivers here yet. And I want to respect the members of the public. Obviously, I, I come to contact a lot of people. I want to stay distance. She started crying. What? She started crying. Like, the copper was like, well, that's a complaint coming my way, isn't it? What's going on? Do you know what, though? On the flip side to that, though, no. imagine being... Imagine being like a low-paid worker like, like a McDonald's worker having a boss who's you know how these like retail managers and stuff listen my wife was a retail manager i can tell you all the stories how like psychotic they are about stuff like they just like highly stressed underpaid egos out of control imagine that girl was probably working for a lunatic horrible retail manager 
who, you know, is going to make her life hell if he comes out and sees that. That's probably what it was about. But probably right. Mm. Imagine, imagine that environment though, where you've got someone above you making sure that you make people comply. Oh, bruv, that would be. I can't think of anything worse because I'd just be like, "That's where we're at." Because it's That's not where we're at as a society, though. Right? Yeah, but it's like. I wanted to say to that guy today, have you, why, like I said about wearing a mask outside, I was like, why, why don't, why, there's not even anyone else about, why am I wearing a mask? It's the sight rules. That's so annoying. It's mm. like, sight rules trump everything. Oh, all of a sudden, the sights, like, I wanted to say to him, I wanted to sit him down and say, right, relax for a second. Who did you consult about this? Who did you consult about this? Where, like, did you did Boynes bring in? Um, did Boynes bring in like a panel of scientists do some in, in, in extensive research, or is it just one guy going? Well, I'm going to wear a mask. Um, so Boynes are going to wear a mask. Do you know what I mean? Well, like CLC, the Construction Leadership Council. Remember them? <laughs> yes, I remember them. I want. Do you know what? For anyone who's just who's just joined, go and listen back to the construction leadership oh. council one if you can find it on there, right? And you just see the nonsense. If you if you're not familiar, these people come up with like the uh, the rules or the guidance for construction sites to sort of uh, implement, and they was changing it weekly at some points. And some of the guys, do you remember the one that said um, if if two people are carrying a heavy item, try to face away from each other? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. And if you have to face each other, do so for about 15 minutes. Stop it. Oh, and it was like oh. there's time limits to time limits. You could be in a room with each other, and it was all like you made a people at the front of a stop clock, right? What time are you going there? Right. Yeah, check you in, check you out. It was just it comes from a place of it comes from a, a good intention place, but you just think, My God, you have never been on a construction site, have you? <laughs> the people that sat down and wrote that no. document never been on a construction site. No, and this is this is this is a problem. It's it's not just that. It's the blatant disregard for everything else. Just but make sure like they they're so militant about masks, but not militant about anything. It's like there's no walkways. There's no f- flat walkways. So slip. What's the biggest cause of accidents that we're told in, in uh, construction? Working at height and slips, trips and falls. There you go. So. They're, all of the ground is uneven to get into get onto site. Maybe that costs money. Put your mask and on. Then, exactly. Put your mask on. I don't care if you fall flat on your face. No. No, I'm not interested in that because that's going to cost me money and cost me inconvenience and time sorting it out. I remember years ago, I might go back years ago, Keys <laughs> wrote himself and the site manager was like, yeah, if I open the first aid box, I've got to fill out a form. Like he's like bleeding, like finger hanging off. It's like, can we do anything else but open the first aid box? I'm like, are you for real? Are you for real? <laughs> do you know what? I get, I get so like, I get so combat- combative over these sort of things that I need to argue with them, and I'm really like trying not to because it's pointless. I mean, I did have a very good argument with um, someone the other day and won and got my yellow card taken back, so that was an achievement. However. Um, I just, just fuck you off. Just, just take it back. I can't do it no more. Yeah, that's it. That's what I did. And, and, he, and he went, well, you'll be doing a uh, re-inducted tomorrow. Eh? And I was like, sweet. That means uh, I don't start work till nine. On my yeah, <laughs> don't start till work till nine. He goes, well, that's not the attitude. I was like, what do you want? <laughs> Me to be all sad? I'm not. Yeah. Don't oh, care. No. I was like, sweet. I don't start till nine tomorrow. Lovely. Um, 
but I, I was walking along the other day and I, and I got collared for my mask. So I put my mask up and I was thinking, do you know what I should do? Was should... anyone around you when you get collared? Sometimes. Right, okay. No one, no one dare say nothing because boys are right. mental. Like they're just throwing out yellow cards for fun. But I was thinking next time someone collars me outside for my mask and I'm walking on this uneven surface, I'm just going to fall on the floor. I'm just going to fall on the floor. And do you know why? (sighs) Yeah, because they make you wear the mask above your nose. That's another thing as well. It's got to be above your nose. Downward view. And then what happens is um, you have like this little bit of air hole and you've got to wear your goggles Mm. as well. So it goes up onto the goggles, can't see nothing. And they're like, well, and he come up to me and he goes, well, you could put a bit of surgical tape across there. I was like, bollocks. Not doing that. Not doing that. Mask or goggles? You choose. Fair's fair. Mm. But I was thinking mm. I could walk along and like because I'm fat and I've got a hot head, they steam up quick anyway. Put it over and then just fall on the floor and be like, your fault, you made me blinded. And see like what would happen. <laughs> see if you could actually get a favourable result from that. You wouldn't. It'd be so funny. It'd be so funny. Yeah. But it's true. You try to try to use your laces on the mask. It's impossible. You can't see down that way. You can't see down that way. I hate him. I hate them. I hate everything about them. I hate what they've become politically. I hate what they've become in the safety culture. I hate what they're used for. I, just, I hate them. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. It's, it's staff. I, you must always wear your mask as per construction rules, please. It's it's um it's it's a very strange byproduct of COVID that we could never have called. Mm, you're called I think you're right. Like like. When I was listening back the other day, it was like, well, lockdown can't go on forever. Like, on the very, on one of the first ones, it was like, lockdown Three can't go on Three weeks to save the NHS. Yeah. And then what about this? And, and and I was like, so you think you're going on holiday this year? And he's like, yeah, well, yeah, I am, yeah. And I was like, you ain't. And we and I was, we was laughing about it. And you was convinced you was going on holiday this year. Wow. No way, no. No one went nowhere. Well, I'll check a few days in December. That was it, but. That was after this lockdown. Was that two two point oh? I think between yeah. two and three. Yeah. It's right. it's crazy. I mean, getting down to the nitty gritty though, you ain't done too bad this year out of it. Um, in terms of business, in terms of business, man, business has been cracking. And um, I I I lots I like to just caveat that that I I did bring so I did I didn't take my guys for granted. Like I got them. Welfare vans. I spent thousands of pounds on my guys, making sure they had all the right stuff, and or whether it's right or wrong, all the stuff that I thought was sensible at the time. Trying to separate them from other working groups because we work on the rail. We need to keep the railway moving. We have a an interest and a responsibility to try and keep the country moving <clears throat> in a pandemic. And um, relax. But what? Well, no, we did do. We had guys that didn't want to work. They didn't want to work, and I'd sort of sort of pull contract on them a little bit and say, "Look, you're working." Really? <laughs> You know, it's, yeah, it was like I didn't, I didn't feel safe. It's you know, try and put you put yourself. Remember what the mindset was like in London. Yeah. It was like a lot of people were like back then was like, why? What? I don't want to do this. And the, and the trains were still mad busy. You know, people yeah, everywhere. Was, like, yeah, this. yeah. It's, it's funny. And it was all unknown back then. Yeah, it's funny. So I read that sort of trying to reassure my guys, and the welfare vans went a long way. So it, I, I put guys in groups of two and I only could work together. We told the clients that that would be extension of programs. We're not sending them more than one team on a job and they have their own welfare vans and all that. But it was just like, 
we 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 have seen an upsurge in business. We've taken on another another two apprentices now um, for apprentice one to one, and it's 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 been good. But I've tried to give the guys back as well. So they've we've sort of brought in. They've got Booper Healthcare and other bits and bobs through the job that we've, we've paid well, for. I think, I think you're underselling what you've done. I think you're underselling what you've done there. Your boys got looked after. 100% all the way through because mm. obviously we're, we're mates we've been talking right the way through and I know you won't boast about some of the things you've done but I know that you spent hideous amounts on welfare vans I know you spent mm-hmm. hideous amounts on PPE um, and giving people um, time to self-isolate um, and you know everyone got looked after everyone uh, UKS Rail <laughs> thrived in terms of business yeah. and even even the guys on the ground they got very well looked after in in a number of different ways yeah and i hope they feel that way I, I think they do i think i'll be the first to know if they didn't they would definitely tell me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah no we've done well and um yeah I, i'm pleased where we are and i look back I, I don't really think i've seen many people go under if any if i'm honest with you do you know listen Credit where credit's due, government response to keeping the economy going, second to none. Second to none, without doubt. <laughs> you think what those outlaying, what was it? I mean, you went through the self-employed route yeah. and they was looking after you a lot, wouldn't they? A lot. Mate, honestly. And then obviously everyone started working from home and going, like, I want all my ass rewind, I want this to be done. Everyone was like, could control it. Remember, say, oh, yeah, take some time off because you can keep up with it all. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was... <sighs> Listen, we all know that anyone who took handouts got payback. It's got, mm. it's going to be paid back one way or another. Whether mm-hmm. we see a rise in national insurance or rise in, in in income tax on self-employed and stuff like that, it's all it's all going to go back into the coffers. We know it's not a gift, but what it has done, it has allowed me and my family to main to maintain a a lifestyle, not maintain a lifestyle, but be able to survive covid with very little detrimental effects and when i could work i did work and when it and then i haven't took all the grants i'm not going to take the fifth one i don't need it i don't need it and from my point of view i just so a lot do you know what the other argument to that is you might as well take it because you're going to you're going to be paying it back anyway do you know what i mean so it's got to be an individual's view i mean yeah i took we got 10 grand from Wiltshire Council. Um, that's all the grants we took. So I say I saw a significant amount of money, but yeah, I mean, took. I I had so if, if the year was twelve months, I probably had five to six months off. It's being high mm. risk and stuff, mm. I had to. It's um, it's certainly. I tell you, a happy a happy thing that come out of COVID for our industry. Very pertinent to this conversation. Apprentice one to one. Yeah, yeah. You think that journey that's gone on? <laughs> Phenomenal. To like old Marco, old Marco Allison, the um, the long-headed one himself. Well, the four-headed one himself. Your old long-head. Yeah, he's got the, a massive forehead. Massive forehead. Like literally, you could um, you could run a projector on his forehead. Do you know what I mean? R2D2, isn't he? Yeah, essentially, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, he um, he created Apprentice One to One. For those of you who don't know, I don't know if you've been living under a rock, it is just a very basic 
way of connecting apprentices to employers who are looking for apprentices and vice versa. Um, and it's blown up. He's... Go on. He, he, he put it good in terms of basically is the bridge between LinkedIn and Instagram. I thought that was a blinding way. Yeah, that. yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Um, and yeah, he's uh, he's done some really amazing things, giving out free stuff. He, I mean, he's been getting sent loads of free stuff. He's given out loads of free stuff. And, and that is something to be applauded. And that is a mm. a happy result of of COVID and the lockdown and stuff like that. Because he wasn't working right the way through. Um, he had some spare time, started it up, and he's continued it right the way through lockdown. I, we don't really know what the future holds for it, but, you know, whatever he's done up until now, he needs to be recognised for. Yeah, well, he could stop tomorrow and hold his head up high. You know what I mean? He's got he's, he's, he's proved anyone that needs to be proved. Not that he's doing it for that, but he's definitely no one can say he comes from it. It comes from any other angle to give to the industry for that. No, you don't do it for that long. No. Do it for two weeks for a pat on the back. You do it for three weeks for a pat on the back. What, Fifteen months, sixteen months. Mental. Oh my God, that must be graft, graft, absolute graft. Ah, oh. you know. It just it just frustrates me, and I've sort of said something in my other podcast. I won't mention names. It frustrates me that certain parts of the industry, the social media scene, can sit there and, and do that sort of thing themselves and want to be lauded. But when someone in, not in their group does it, they are assassinated, and it really frustrates me. Really frustrates me. Sad, really. Yeah, I think I think that's the nature of the beast. So anything to do with social media has its detractors, regardless of of how virtuous and how moral and ethical they think they are. It, it's it's, mm. it's it's a sad it's a sad thing. Moving on from that though, um, getting back to uh, to the uh, what what is your take from this year? Oh, personally, never trust the government. This government, personally, it's a personal uh, view. Um, Business-wise, always treat your guys well. You'll get it back. I've had the proof of that now. Always treat your guys well. Look after your people that work for you. Um, My third thing, I think final thing would be, going forward, I'm always going to make sure I've got some cash in the bank. The day I retire, I'm building reserve just in case I'm not the lucky ones. Because a lot of people had their work pulled at um, 8 o'clock on that evening when Boris made that first announcement. Everyone's work was finished the next day for them three, four, five weeks. And if you live in hand-to-mouth, um, that could have finished a lot of people and put a lot of people in stress. I don't want to ever be in that position. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's powerful, man. I think that's powerful because you're absolutely right. Always have that little that little rainy day fund, that little contingency cash in, in the bank because 100%... I'd have either had to take out a family loan or I would have been in big, big trouble this year had the government not stepped in. Mm. Um, I say big, big trouble. Construction carried on. I would have had to like roll the dice and go work. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but what you would have done, you'd have ended up putting your health at risk, wouldn't it? Because yeah. like you say, it's high risk. You'd have to say, right, I've now got to put my, my health and the safety of my family in terms of having an income. Um, at risk and for that that's one thing i lord the government for i think you know what you really really stepped up and i don't care what the future looks like when it mattered they stepped up the downside is and we will touch on this is you know uh 
and this isn't being conspiracy theorists or anything like that, I'm a little bit disappointed with the results of the vaccine. Mm. Like, it was on Sky News yesterday, and this is what sent me into a bit of a tailspin. 60% of, of, new, of hospitalized cases of COVID-19 are double-jabbed. Yeah, it's, ter- it's a terrible statistic. And then you've also got the, the lack of... Um, we was originally told, uh, let's get the most vulnerable. Let's get the over-70s vaccinated. Remember, the average age of death was like 82, 81.7 years of age or something. Like yeah. That. Let's, get, let's get the, we'll get the over-70s over vaccinated. Then we'll we'll start opening up. Uh, no, let's get the over-50. We'll get it done. We'll get the over-50 done. Now, what we'll do, we get all adults done. Uh, we'll, oh, oh, we'll, get, we'll get everyone, everyone double-jabbed. Then we'll open up. And now we're going to 18, 19-year-olds in nightclubs and going, well, hang on. I should really be going nightclubs because nightclubs is completely, obviously people close to each other in nightclubs is completely different to people close to each other in science because obviously the music enhances COVID. Obviously it spreads more when there's loud music, obviously, you know what I mean? So obviously we can't, we've, we've got to now, we've got nothing else to moan about. We've got to go into nightclubs. We've got to go into nightclubs. Like they haven't suffered enough. Well, let's, let's just finish the nightclub scene. We haven't, they haven't suffered enough. <laughs> the whole thing makes no sense. No, and this is, I think this is a big take for me is, you know, nothing makes sense about the COVID scenario for the last year. Everything is like, you believe one thing and then all of a sudden it's something else and then something else is something else. And I, like, I, I was like, I'm left dazed and confused by what COVID <laughs> is what you do to protect against it and what the government are going to do next. Dazed and confused. That's mm. all I can say. As, as far as um, my year, my take from it, um, um, I certainly appreciate um, my... It sounds so cheesy, but it's, I certainly appreciate my life more now in terms of... It forced me to do stuff that I that I had dreamt about. Um, like I'd always wanted to move down here. I've gone. No, still here. I can still see you. Still there. Yeah. So I'd always wanted to move down here, um, and it just made me do it because I couldn't suffer the, living in a flat no more. So I come down here. I took a big leap of faith. We had, you know. Yeah, and then and that's what I took from it. It's a is a massive shift, a paradigm shift in like what what's actually valuable in life. Um, and growing up by the seaside and and watching my daughter have, you know, fun on on the beach most nights, it was was what was actually more important than you know, um, chasing the dream of living in London, working in London. <sighs> Drop me out. No, I made that decision a long time ago, and it was a, uh, I don't look back. One of the positives i think in terms of construction workers hands-on construction workers probably won't benefit from this but certainly from my point of view is the working at home culture is awesome and yeah. also the the the, the 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 pushing the video um the video meeting technology through like where it should have been years ago really yeah. really gone forward and um, oh, things you're... like that i can, I can down to, to soon much soon much more from the comfort of my home 
and still produce productivity has not gone down, you know? No. So, and I don't notice anyone else's productivity gone down. So I think that's a real, a real good, lots more people will be around home or around their kids, seeing their kids go to school, seeing their kids home. I think all these are positive things as a society, you know? I think that's majorly positive. Um, construction industry had a good boost. Um, they worked all the way through. And, and I'm talking more about your, um, your um, <coughs> domestic market construction wise had a boost because people had all that dough where they got furloughed they're not spending it on anything else other than sitting there and they was getting stuff done around the houses and stuff like that during lockdown that's mm. been a big subject um personally it's not been a bad year i've had some i've had some downs massive downs but coming out of coming out of lockdown here's something do you know anyone in your circle, like your, that has come up to and shown you a positive COVID test? I don't know, and I still don't know anyone directly that's had COVID. Me, t- me neither. And sorry, no, 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 no. I'll cav- sorry, I'll caveat that. I do not know anyone that has tested positive for COVID. Yes, I don't. Not, I don't know what that means, but I just know that. I know people have been told they've got COVID. I know people that have been ill. I'm pretty sure they've had COVID, but ne- the doctors and hospitals never tested them. No, nope. and I haven't had the same. Told to go home. You've got COVID. Go home. Yeah, that's it. And I wonder, you know, like they said, like cases of the flu were down this year and all that. Maybe. Do you know what I mean <laughs> maybe? Mm-hmm. So that's that's uh, one. That's the other thing. To this day, me and my family haven't had it, and that goes for my extended family. No one in my extended family's had it. And is it because we've been? I've been very bad at isolating. I've been very bad at um, wearing a mask. Dare I say it? I have been. I just, I just admit to that. Um, but I haven't had it. Yes, I have. Um, I haven't had it, <clears> and <throat> yeah, I don't know. And I've worked on dirty, stanky construction sites and been on the tube. Same here. I've, I've literally done my first COVID test this morning. Never done one before. Done the first one this morning. Um, so, listen, uh, that's not to diminish anyone's lived experiences. They're, they're no. Some people have gone through hell, I have no doubt. But we, we, we should be able to have ask questions and and, and press the, the information we're given and not take it as gospel because we can't be in a, in a position where someone can have a car crash, get killed from a head going under the wheel of a car, but because they've tested positive for cocaine... Uh, for COVID the week before, that is a COVID death. We can't be the case, and that's the case we're in. Yeah, you get eaten by a shark and go down as a COVID death. What? What? <laughs> yeah. If you well, he tested positive for COVID uh, nineteen nineteen days ago. Um, so mm. yeah, COVID death, mate. Because that's what they that's what they put them down as. So if you die within twenty one days of a positive COVID result, you are down as a COVID death. Yeah. Um. Mental. There's so much to unpack there. We'll leave that for another day. Mm. Um, Neil, I've really enjoyed it, mate. Um, I have too, and it's nice to put closure to the um, to the lockdown broadcast because it was it was saying special at the time. Well, listen, once well, I listened to it back, I felt I felt a bit of camaraderie for the, for the industry. Everyone was putting it together, yeah. like looking for advice, looking for help, and I felt that buzz today when I was listening back to some of them, and I thought. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, mate. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I loved the old ones. I've loved today. Um, 
And quite frankly, this is this is what I got into podcasting for. Good conversations with my mates about the industry and things that affect us. Decent. Agreed. All right. Lockdown, Lockdown broadcast. broadcast. Out. Out.